Funding for this class is provided by Benjamin Arieh and family in loving memory of Raphael, son of Chacham Rabbi Chia. The next blessing is... Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who crowns the people of Israel with glory. Again, we mention the people of Israel. When do we make this blessing, Rabbi say? When you put on your headgear. Or better known as a yarmulke. <laughs> when you put on your headgear, you put on your head covering. So again, we say, thank you, Hashem, for crowning the Jewish people with beauty. Why the Jewish people? A lot of people put on headgear. You go out, it's raining, it's cold, it's, uh, you shouldn't have a heat stroke, you need a head covering. What's unique to the Jewish people? We're the only ones who put on a head covering. So again, we're distinguishing between the head covering that we wear, the reason we wear a head covering, and everyone else. Everyone else wears a head covering for protection. And when they come to a house of worship, what do they do out of respect? They remove your hat. You remove the head cup. What does a Jew do in a house of worship? You put a head cup. And not only in a house of worship, all day and every day. We don't wear a head covering because to protect us from the elements. To us, we wear a head covering to cover up on our head, on our brain. Because everyone worships their brain, their mind. Look how intelligent, look how clever I am, look how smart I am. Look how this little tiny brain, this little human being, had the ability to figure out the whole universe, the whole known universe, 5% of the universe, the billions and trillions and zillions of stars and galaxies. And today we've been able to measure Sitting here on earth, a little tiny human being was able to see and to figure it all out, to see it and to discover it and to explore it. But instead of worshipping your brain, what's the Jew's reaction? This completely humbles me. That Hashem has enabled me, given me the brain, given me the ability to appreciate the infinite vastness of Hashem's creation, Hashem's creativity. The more our brain functions and the more aware we are, and the more and the, it completely humbles me. The more aware I am, the more I realize how limited the brain is. Science has come to the realization that the whole known universe Everything that we see is 5% of the universe, 95% of the universe. Dark matter, dark energy. We don't know, we can't know, we don't even have the tools with which to know. Black holes, that's the, that's, and that's the mystery, and that's all science is obsessed with today. The yarmulke reminds us to be humble. You're creative, that shouldn't be a reason for you to become arrogant. Who gave you that creativity? If anything, it makes you closer to Hashem. You appreciate Hashem's creativity. You appreciate where creativity comes from. It's divine. It's godly that Hashem gave us the ability to be able to figure all of this out. 
it should be completely humbling. Just like a person has to cover his nakedness and we make a belt to separate between our upper and our lower, and that's what's unique to the Jewish people, because in other cultures they wear the belt here. Because by them, here and the rest is all on the same level. We make a distinction, we make a separation between the upper and the lower. But just like we separate and we cover up our nakedness, we make a separation from our heart to our naked, to our lower self, we also have to cover up our mind. Because when you worship your mind, then that becomes just as much an abomination. And that exposes man's nakedness, arrogance, hubris, when you start worshiping yourself and you start worshiping your own mind. A Jew never made that mistake. We always put on a yarmulke. No one accused the Jewish people of being a foolish people. Everyone believes that the Jews are from the smartest people in the world. And yet the Jews cover their head because we're ashamed. We're humble. If we worship our brain, on the contrary, the more we develop our brain, the more humbled we are before Hashem. The more we see the infinite creativity of Hashem, the infinite greatness of Hashem, the miracles and wonders. Everything around us is such a miracle and a wonder. We're astonished. We're in awe. We, we can't believe it. We're standing in Hashem's presence. We actually feel 24-7 that we are in the presence of Hashem, in the presence of greatness. When you feel Hashem's presence, you put on a, he- a cover, you're humble. Hashem is real. And our brain doesn't, our intellect doesn't distance us from Hashem as it did with the enlightenment, or rather the endarkment, the more clever they became, the more they ran away from Hashem. For a Jew, it's the exact opposite. The more clever we become, the more intelligent we become, the more creative, the more brilliant, the more humble we become. <laughs> the Talmud tells a story that Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak, one of the great rabbis in the Talmud, when he was a young boy, the mother met one of the stargazers and they told him, you know, your son is going to be a very, very big and successful thief. <laughs> he just has a knack for it. He's just going to be, he's going to be great. <laughs> she said, what should I do? How do I stop him? He was very young. The only answer is, put a yarmulke on his head. Cover his head and that will put the fear of God in him. And that's what she did. And he was a great boy. One day, he was climbing the tree and his yarmulke fell off. And it wasn't his tree, and it was a beautiful fruit there. So suddenly, he jumped on the fruit with his teeth. He ripped it off and he was ready to eat. You know, that naturally, instinctively, he was a ganif. And he, he, would, star, he would be a star ganif. <laughs> he would excel in it. But because the yarmulke, that kept the fear of God in him. And all of his life, he said about himself that he was God-fearing. It says in the end of the Tractate of Saita, he says that, it says when Rebbe passed away, there's no longer anyone who's God-fearing. He says, take that away because I am here and I'm God-fearing. That was his trademark. That was his hallmark, God-fearing. And it all came from the yarmulke. The yarmulke is what keeps us humble. It keeps us grounded. It keeps us real. It keeps us honest, no arrogance, 
completely simple, real, down-to-earth, refreshing. You're standing in the presence of Hashem. We're in awe. We're standing in the presence of Hashem. Hashem is a reality to us. And that's where we cover our head. Otherwise, the head becomes another abomination. Just leads a person to impossible hubris and arrogance and holier than thou and ivory tower, ivory tower and you see the disdain that the pseudo-intellectuals have to the simple person on the street. They're dripping with disdain towards the simple person. Even the simple person has more wisdom in their pinky than all of these pseudo-intellectuals wrapped together. Because a genuine intellect. And this is the mark of the Jewish people. We wear a yarmulke. The most brilliant people. Moses was the most humble person that lived. The more brilliant you are, the more humble you are. The more you realize how insignificant we are. And our whole understanding is so minute and so insignificant in comparison to what there is to know. How infinite Hashem is, how infinite even the universe. So this is the trademark of the Jewish people. We carry our yarmulke as a mark of beauty, as a mark of pride. Oiter, you crown us with beauty. You crown us with the yarmulke. We wear it as a mark of pride. I'm a Jew, and I'm proud to walk with my yarmulke. I'm proud to walk in the streets with that Jewish symbol, with that bini, with my yarmulke. I'm a Jew. I carry it with beauty. It's pride. It's crowning. It's a crown. I wear it as a crown. Not a tiny yarmulke that I tried to hide to make sure no one should see and hide it in my hair. I'm proud. Because this is what distinguishes us. Because as intellectual and as brilliant as you are, that's not what it's about. It's about the yarmulke. It's about something that's even beyond your intellect. Truth. Absolute truth that's even beyond your own intellect. And your own intellect understands and appreciates the limits of the intellect and learns to appreciate and to be open with that infinite and absolute truth. Now this, these two blessings are the only blessings that we say Yisrael, the Jew. Because again, we're making a distinction. The rest of the world puts on a belt for power, to demonstrate the power. A Jew wears a belt for a different type of power, a different type of strength. The inner strength, the moral strength. The rest of the world has headgear to protect yourself from the elements. For a Jew, headgear is pride. It's, it's our humility to Hashem. It's our connection with Hashem. You may ask, how about for the rest of the world, washing your hands in the morning is just to wash your hands? For a Jew, washing your hands is associated with purity, with holiness, like we learned the first blessing that we learned. There you don't say, thank you Hashem for the, the Jew washes his hands. You just say, for washing hands. But over there, you don't have to, because there it's an actual blessing. We say, We say, we mention in the blessing that it's a mitzvah to wash your hands. So obviously, it's a mitzvah for the Jew. Hashem is commanding the Jew to wash his hands. Obviously, we're talking about something that's a mitzvah, something that's divine and godly and holy and specifically Jewish. It's one of the mitzvah that we do. But here... We're just praising Hashem, praising Hashem for headgear, praising Hashem for a belt. Here we have to mention the Jew, for girding the Jew with a belt and strengthening him. And for giving us with this crown when we put on the headgear, because for us it's a whole different connotation. Some want to say that these two blessings 
we're actually referring to and thanking Hashem for, and we're hinting at, we're not saying it openly, we're hinting at, that even though the Jewish people were going to face such great odds, all the odds were against us, impossible odds, Hashem gave us the strength, we're thanking Hashem and asking Hashem to give us the strength to draw down, tap into that strength, to overcome, that we have the strength to overcome all the odds, impossible odds. And yet, we've outlived all our enemies. We do have that strength, only because Hashem gives us that strength. And we've defeated our enemies. Where is Hitler? 75 years later, where are we? He's six feet under, and we are thriving and flourishing. So this is what the headgear represents. It's a crown of, of triumph. That going into the exile and having to face impossible situations, and nevertheless, Hashem has blessed us with the strength to overcome. No nation on earth had to deal with the challenges that the Jewish people had to deal with. And any nation that had to deal even with a fraction of what they were, disappeared. They didn't have the strength. 1950 years in exile, dispersed amongst all the nations of the world. And here we are, thriving, flourishing, never lost our identity. And that we were able to triumph against all these mighty, powerful, the Romans and the, Gre- the Greeks and the Romans and uh, the Spanish and the Nazis and, and Stalin. This is Hashem's blessing. So we're thanking Hashem. We can't say it all. We couldn't say it openly when we lived amongst our oppressors. But we're saying, we're hinting, that's what we're thanking Hashem every morning for giving us that strength and for giving us that. And what it means on a, on a deeper level, we discussed that the person is divided into three different parts. So you have the brain, the heart, the, the head, you have the torso, the heart, and you have the legs. And the clothing represent the part of the soul that envelops us, the deep faith that envelops us. That gives us strength. So the first blessing that we learned today was the blessing, the shoes that protect the legs. That's the soul giving the the person the strength to commit to do the action, to fulfill our mission, get our mission done. Then for the girdle, for the belt, that's the clothing that helps the heart, that envelops the faith, that helps helps us develop a, a feeling, experience, that intimacy, that love with Hashem. And now... This blessing, the headgear, which is a symptom. Everything in the physical is a symptom of the spiritual. The fact that we have a headgear, uh, a clothes that cover the head, that's a symptom of the spiritual level of the soul, the aura of the soul that envelops and surrounds the head. And as a result of this enveloping, it gives the brain the strength to be able to truly sense godliness. Not just understand it philosophically. We could understand godliness in a philosophical, abstract way. If you're intelligent, you use your mind. So you can understand godliness and appreciate it as an idea, as a concept. But that your mind should truly sense godliness. Your mind should truly sense the infinite and be in awe of the infinite and be in awe of the godly. That your mind should get excited. The cold mind and brain should get excited about the godly, about Hashem, about the infinite. This comes from the soul 
the deeper levels of the soul, the levels of the soul that envelop us, that surround us, the aura of the soul, the deep, deep faith, it's located at the very core and essence and center of our being. This is what strengthens. This is what strengthens the brain and the mind and enables us that when we understand godliness, we shouldn't just understand it abstractly as an abstract concept, but it should come alive for us. The brain, the mind should actually feel and sense. This awareness should come alive and we should actually sense something godly. And then the brain is on fire. Not only your heart is on fire, your mind is on fire with godliness. The more you learn, you don't just become a philosopher, but you become a better Jew. You become a better person, a more loving person. When your brain gets excited about godliness and you internalize it and digest it, you internalize and digest that faith, it changes you. You become a, a, a humble person. You become a more decent person, a more loving person, a more kind person, a more giving person, more sincere, more genuine, more active. Usually people who are brainy are, very, are less active. They're just immersed, their nose is immersed in the books, and if anything, they live in their own world. But when your brain feels and senses godliness, it turns you into an activist. Suddenly you become more active. And you become more engaged. And you connect with the other person. And you become more humble. And more engaging with the other person. So this, this is, Hashem has wrapped us. We're blessing Hashem. We're thanking Hashem. We're drawing down this energy that Hashem has wrapped our head with this beauty of the soul, with the deepest depth of the soul that strengthens our mind and our brain and gives us that ability to be able to truly be aware of God. So now when we say the blessings every morning, we keep in mind from the simple meaning to the deeper meaning to the, even to the deepest meaning. And uh, these blessings come alive. And that's why each of these alone has its own blessing, its own name of Hashem. Because each one, each of these themes deserves its own blessing. Thanking Hashem uniquely and specifically for each of these, each of these items.